Praise God. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place today. We thank you for everyone joining from far and near, wherever people are joining for today, whether at home, at work, on the road. We ask that your presence will pervade and permeate the atmosphere around every, anyone connected with this service right now. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace. And we ask that you have your way. Breathe upon your word today. Let me minister grace to every hearer. Thank you. Uh, for accepting our worship, our prayers, everything that has gone on in this service. We, we release ourselves to you at this time. And we ask, Father, uh, make this time a time of healing, of transformation, and of change in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone says a big amen. Praise God. If you don't mind, can you put your hands together, celebrate Jesus where you are, celebrate Jesus. A wonderful day, uh, a blessed time to be in God's presence. I wanted to take distractions away from you get ready to be blessed of God, get ready to be blessed uh, by God's word today. Uh, uh, I, I believe that you and your family are having a great time this season, whatever may be happening around you. I want you to understand whether that, that I mean, uh, somebody just walked in or walked out, whether you, you just, I mean, somebody may be bereaved right now, somebody uh, may even be at the hospital right now, and somebody may be celebrating promotion, or you just got a new job. The Bible says, why would you look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Whatever is happening around you right now is temporal. I mean, if it's something to celebrate, celebrate it, but wish for more. And if it's something to let go quickly, let it go quickly. Let it go quickly. Let God have his way in your life. Let, it give you a new, uh, let, let him give you a new beginning because God is set to do something new in your life this season in the precious name of Jesus. So I want to welcome everyone joining us from all around the world. I want to get into the word of God very quickly today. Uh, this word promises to uh, be a blessing and uh, a transformational word and also very prophetic to someone. So uh, I want you to prepare to join in the communion at the end of the word. I'm going to pray over the communion materials and we're going to trust God for healing, trust God for open heavens, trust God for a release of fresh grace and fresh mercy today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome somebody by your side. If you have somebody watching this with you, and just tell them, uh, uh, don't distract me today. I just want to be blessed of God's word. And if you are just right alone, then enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit around you right there. Last Sunday, we started a new teaching series that we tagged Extreme Makeover. Extreme Makeover. And I started with the first message of that series, uh, which is uh, New Wine Skin. If you haven't heard the message or you were not around last Sunday or you didn't log on or you, you, whatever may be the case, I want to recommend that you get online and get to listen to that message. I've got, I got lot, loads of feedback about the message that it was absolutely transformational. And I want you to get on it and listen to it. Even if you listened to it before, go back, listen again and again. Uh, 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 get to see if you can download it on, on the website uh, 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 and listen on your way to work and all that. This is just a time to renew our mind. And I, I want to start out this morning and this message that I've titled, Here I Am, uh, by saying that new wineskin is not an end in itself. Last Sunday we spoke about new wineskin. I wanted to understand that new wineskin is not an end in itself. It prepares you to have a here I am experience. Yeah, that's the end point to new wineskin. When you ex you've experienced uh, a new wineskin, uh, when your, your mind is changing, when your thoughts are changing, when you, you're posturing 
to understand what God is doing at this time is to prepare you to be able to say, here I am. To be able to say, here I am. Uh, there's a place a man can be, a place a woman can be, uh, that the hand of God will not be able to reach you. You will not be able to see opportunities. Opportunities will not be able to see you. That will not be your portion this season in the name of Jesus. Uh, here I am speaks to, I'm available. I am poised. I am useful. I want to be useful. Here I am. I'm available. I'm poised. I am useful. And in the scriptures, we see many people, you know, I said this message this morning will be very prophetic for certain people. In the scriptures, we, we, we saw uh, quite a number of people who had uh, what we can call the here I am experience where they had to make a presentation of themselves to God. And this season, I believe that God is looking for a people who will willingly submit, willingly uh, uh, present themselves to God. So I, I'm, I'm going to go through, and as I go through some of these characters, I want you to be able to put yourself in their shoes and be able to see what God is doing in your life this season. Uh, God is bringing somebody out of, you know, uh, uh, of sickness, out of lack, out of uh, despondency, out of confusion uh, to make an open show of you in his glory and in the things that he wants to do in your life this season. Can I get an amen to that? Uh, God is bringing you out. Is, is restoring someone, and that restoration is not an end in itself, it means to an end. It's such that you can present yourself, and the hand of God can come upon you for what God has in mind for you this season. In Isaiah chapter 6, uh, when you read from, uh, from uh, verse 1 of Isaiah chapter 6, you see the encounter that Isaiah had. Isaiah had his own encounter in the temple. Some other times, some people will have their own encounter on the road at work. But Isaiah had his own encounter in the temple. And, you know, uh, said it, it was in the year that King Uzziah died. He said, I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up. And his train, the train fills, uh, the train of his robe filled the temple. He was describing what he saw, an awesome experience. Uh, uh, you know, it's not many people that will see what Isaiah saw in a lifetime, but Isaiah saw he had an experience that did not leave him the same. He said, above it stood uh, uh, seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, uh, uh, with, with two he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. As I was just describing some things that may be difficult to comprehend, you know, right now, but he saw it, he saw some moves in God's presence. He saw the way the angels behave. He saw all kinds of things. But if I may just jump uh, to verse 4 in the New Living Translation, Isaiah chapter 6 from verse 4, I'll read down to verse 8, the New Living Translation. He said, their voices shook the temple. He went on to describe it that way. Their voices shook the temple to its foundation. The entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, it's all over. I am doomed, for I am a sinful man. What Isaiah saw revealed a part of himself to him, which was a sinful part. And the fact that he wasn't clean enough to be a part of this atmosphere or this presence that is so, you know, this magnificent presence of God. He said, I'm a, uh, I'm a man. Uh, he said, I have filled the leaves and I have... I live among a people with filthy leaves. Yet, I have seen the king, the Lord 
of, of heaven's army. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongues. And he touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed. You know, I said this is prophetic for somebody today. Uh, God is doing something in your life this season that is taking guilt from your heart. Somebody's listening to me right now, and your heart has been riddled with guilt uh, with the things that have happened maybe earlier this year or last year or in the past year. Maybe uh, it, that you are even alone right now uh, is bringing guilt into your heart because you know that something happened and uh, that's why uh, you, you, you messed up. You, 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 you did something wrong. But this is a season that God is separating you from that guilt. He's taking that sense of condemnation away from you. Isaiah had this very uh, interesting experience with God. And I believe this morning, uh, you, you, you don't even have to see anything. You just have to believe. You just have to believe that God is doing something new in your life. And it's starting from your heart. And it's starting from how you see yourself. It's starting from the way you should, uh, a, a new mindset with which you should relate with God this season. It says, now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I hear the Lord asking, whom should I send as a messenger to these people? Who will go for us? And I said, <laughs> I said, here I am. 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 What are you saying this season? To the things that God may be bringing into your heart. To new ideas, new dreams, new visions. What are you saying this season? Are you just weighed down by everything that's going on? Or are you positioned in your mind to be able to say, here I am, send me. You know, there's an emotional positioning, there's a physical positioning, there's a spiritual positioning that can make a man feel disqualified in himself. That will not make you to be able to say, here I am, here I am. And like I said before, the here I am, I'm available, uh, uh, I'm poised, I'm useful. That's, that's, that's what here I am is. When you say here I am, you're saying I'm available, I'm poised, I'm useful. But all of us need to come to terms with the fact that you need a here-I-am encounter to gain the right perspective to your life, uh, uh, to the issues that you're dealing with right now, and to the call of God upon your life this season. You need that here-I-am perspective. Uh, you, you need uh, something to, 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 to trigger something that would then make you feel or be able to understand the things that God is doing in your life this season. You know, last Sunday we were talking about the fact that uh, the way things are changing very fast around us, there's disruption everywhere, uh, and that technology is a moving uh, freight train. If anyone stands on the, on the way, it's going to just crush. And many things are happening right now around the world. Things are changing. The way we, 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 we run our homes, changing. The way uh, we go to church has changed in most places. The way we go to school has changed. Whether it's tertiary education or, or, or secondary education, it's, it's changing. Everything is changing. And God is creating new beginnings, reorganizing and redirecting things. And by implication, God will be calling his people this season to take position. And I stand at God's mouthpiece today uh, to declare to someone that the calling of God is upon your life this season. 
And this is a season to be able to say, here I am, to position properly, emotionally, physically, spiritually, intellectually, for you to be able to say, here I am, here I am, here I am. Let's look at the story of another, another person in, in the scripture by the name of Moses. Moses' own here I am encounter did not happen in the temple. It happened while he was doing his job. He was a shepherd man or shepherd boy as case may be. He was you know, uh, just uh, running around with, with the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 3, when you read from verse 1 in the New Living Translation, one day Moses was uh, tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of, of, of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. Then uh, there the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the midst of the bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't, it, it, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. <laughs> you, you, you know, Moses had this encounter at work. He was walking, and then he saw something he had never seen before. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning? I must go see it. I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the midst of the bush, Moses, Moses. And what was his response? Here I am. Or here I am. Here I am, Moses replied. There, there, there are all kinds of callings coming from heaven this season. And the big question is, are you hearing? Because we said the new wineskin is not an end in itself, it's a means to an end. It's to position you to be able to hear, to be able to recognize, to be able to be at that place where you can uh, take hold of what God is saying this season. That's what it's meant for. That's what it's meant for. That's what it's meant for. And you, you and I need to carefully position. We need to carefully position. We need to carefully uh, stand in the place where we can understand what God is doing this season and get connected to it. There's a way God wants to get your attention. There's a way God wants to get my attention. God got Moses' attention through the burning bush that was not consumed. God got, you know, uh, uh, Isaiah's attention in the year that King Uzziah died, uh, uh, just through what was happening, an overwhelming presence of God in the temple. What are you doing in the place of worship this season? How is your time with God? Is God always on your mind this season? When you are walking, whether from home or in the office or you are on the road, like Moses, God wants to get your attention. You need to be able to pay attention. You need to be able to pay attention. God is calling God is calling people this season. There are vacancies on the earth for you and me to occupy. Yeah, there are vacancies this season for you and I to occupy this season. All kinds of vacancies. All kinds of vacancies. Let me say this to you prophetically for my Ezekiel chapter 21 and, uh, and verse 25. What is happening all around the world? This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. Ezekiel 21 from verse 25 down to 27 in the message translation. This is how the message translation renders it. It says, O Zedekiah, 
blasphemous and evil prince of Israel. Time's up. It's punishment payday, God says. Take your royal crown off your head. No more business as usual. The underdog will be promoted and the top dog will be demoted. Ruins, ruins, ruins. I will turn the whole place into ruins. And ruins it will remain until the one comes who has a right to it. Then I will give it to him. Many industries are going into ruins right now. All kinds of things are happening. And uh, the scripture says, ruins and ruins and ruins. That's what it, it will be. But not because it will be like that forever. It's only going to be like that until a man of destiny shows up. Until somebody is responding to God's calling. He says, then I will give it to him. When the right person shows up, may you be the right person that God is looking for this season. May you be that person that can contain a new wine this season. That person that can take up responsibility for a complete makeover, an extreme makeover in your mind, in your spiritual life this season, such that God can find you useful for what he's doing. That same scripture, Ezekiel 21, when you read 26 and 27, Ezekiel 21 from verse 26 to 27 in the New King James Version, look at how he renders it. He says, Thus says the Lord, remove the turban, take off the crown. He said, I'm, I'm dethroning Nothing shall remain the same. Exalt the humble, humble the exalted. Overthrow, overthrown. Said overthrown, overthrown. I will make it uh, overthrow. It shall be no longer until it comes whose right it is, and I will give it to him. There are many things that God is doing out this season. Many things that God is giving out this season. And I need somebody to understand uh, that leadership in certain industries, in nations, in cities, in, in, in different spheres of life that will be changing and the baton of leadership will be changing this season. Uh, uh, the, you know, the greatest thinkers of, of, of the past may not be the greatest thinkers of the present. Some people who are greatest thinkers of the past are mesmerized right now, co confused right now, and God is giving you know, fresh knowledge, fresh understanding, a new wave of wisdom, uh, all kinds of callings uh, and new things that will be coming this season. And you and I need to position because God says, when the right person shows up, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. So your here I am experience uh, gives an option. It gives an option to take up a new calling and, uh, uh, and be called by a different name. That's what it, it does. When you embrace the here I am experience, what happens is that it, it, it gives the option to take up a new calling you know, and be called by a different name. So maybe you've been called a particular name before. Maybe this is what you're being used to. When you embrace the here I am experience, what happens is that you have the option of a new calling. You have the option of a new assignment. You have the option of a new focus. You have the option to change something. That God wants to be done differently for this time. God wants to be done differently for this time. And I pray for somebody today that the hand of God is coming upon you this season. That everything that God wants to change around you, everything, uh, uh, the new focus, the new direction will not elude you in the name of Jesus. An end has come to a season of being perplexed, 
being dismayed and being confused. I receive grace over your life today to take up courage and be strong and stand in the liberty of the Son of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I get a better amen to that? Glory be to Jesus. Uh, the third character that I'm talking about today, uh, I've spoken about many characters, uh, and, and maybe I should even share some of my own experience because I've had a, a few here-I-am experiences in my life. Uh, the, most, the, 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 the most important here-I-am experience that I've had in my life uh, after salvation was when, as a young person, I had to make a decision to follow God with my life and be in ministry. And I had so many plans for my life, but at a point, <laughs> I think one day I was listening to my pastor, Pastor Sam Adeyemi, and he said something very profound. He said, your mind is too small to plan the details of your life. <laughs> because if he, he said that there are plans you didn't make, plan to be born. You didn't plan to be born. So if you didn't make that plan, somebody made the plan for you to come to this place. And the person has overriding plans that will override your plans from time to time if you align yourself with him. You can't listen to that kind of, you can't hear that kind of thing and not go home and think. So I had to go and think very well. <laughs> I started to align myself as a young uh, person, you know, just coming out of, of, of the university. Uh, with an engineering degree, what do you want to really do with your life? I love to practice my profession as an engineer, and then I love to also do ministry at the same time, and many other things that I'm passionate about. But, you know, when, when it, it got to that point where you have to make a decision, there are auspicious moments in life and destiny that we must not miss. There are appointed times that we must not miss. And I'm saying to somebody today that this season, it looks like there will be many appointed times in the life of many people. There will be many appointed times in the life of many businesses, the lifetime of many businesses. There will be many appointed times in the, in, in the career paths of many people this season because the whole world uh, is going through an overturning and a renewal. So God is calling out from heaven. And you need to hear. You need to be able to be in that place where you can present yourself. Where you can present yourself. I can go on and on about myself, but this message is not about me. So let me move quickly. I may come to other stories about me, maybe later in this series. But, you know, the third character I want us to look at this, this day is the person Gideon in Judges chapter 6. In Judges chapter 6, we read the story of Gideon. Gideon also had this here I am experience. And you know, like, uh, like we were sharing on Wednesday at Switch, there are different ways by which people respond when God is placing a demand on them. Some people will want to second-guess their capacity, while some people will just present themselves and say, yes, this is, this is me. I'm available. I'm capable. While some people feel, I'm not capable. I can't do this. And some, so, some of us may be at that point right now, where you just feel that you're not capable. You can't do this. And that was why uh, how uh, Gideon felt in the book of Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6, uh, when you read from verse 11. The Bible says, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebrim tree, which was at uh, Ophrah. And uh, uh, it says, Which belonged to Joash, the uh, Abigrat. While the son, it says, while uh, his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to uh, hide it from the Midianite. Just let me just say this before I read on. 
Some people are like Gideon at this time. You know, I said this message is very prophetic for some people. Doing the wrong things and thinking that they are doing well. <laughs> Gideon felt like, look, these Midianites are harassing us as a nation. Uh, many things are going wrong in our nation. Uh, and if the, Gideon, if the Midianites should see him uh, with the grain, what, what would they do? They would collect it from him. So he went into the, 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 the wine press, where you're supposed to be dealing with wine, and he was threshing wheat in the wine press. Many people this season, you may be doing something that you feel is meaningful. Maybe you are doing it at the wrong place, or you are doing it for the wrong purpose, or your motive is wrong, or you are doing it out of fear, or you are doing it just for survival, because you just want to survive. Can I announce to you today, uh, what about if God is telling me to tell you that he wants to take you beyond just survival? To fulfillment, beyond survivor to significance, beyond su survivor to uh, destiny, because destiny is calling on you this season. This season, and this is a season to be very sensitive to destiny. You and I need to be sensitive to destiny. Uh, Gideon here uh, was not really sensitive to destiny, he was just doing stuff just to survive. So let's, let's, let's you know, trash the wheat in the wine press. So we can hide away. Nobody's going to take this from me. Somebody's listening to me right now. You are just hiding away on that job. You don't want to be laid off. So you're just doing all that you can do, even if it means to cut corners a bit, like Gideon was doing here, doing the right thing at the wrong place, something like that, just to stay on the job, just to keep body and soul together so that the Midianites will not come and cause trouble or take what I have from me. And God is saying, look, my call upon your life is greater than that. Your destiny is bigger, it's stronger, it's bigger. Gideon was supposed to be, according to God's plan and what God sees concerning him, a mighty man of valor whom God will still use to bail out a whole nation out of uh, this, this uh, terrible situation that they were, out of hiding from the Midianites. It was the same man that God wanted to use, but he was seeing himself a different way. He was seeing himself a different way. So the Bible says here, uh, uh, in uh, verse number 12 there, uh, and the Bible says uh, that the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. That's what I'm saying to a man, to a woman right now, that the Lord is with you, you mighty woman of valor, you mighty man of valor. Can I get an amen to that? The Lord is with you, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon said, O Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, uh, did not the Lord bring us out from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Somebody may be maybe you have been asking the question, why are all this happening? Why, why do I have to lose my job? You know, somebody was asking me the other day, Pastor, why do I have to be infected with COVID? I've been taking communion. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Thank God that the particular person who was asking me is completely free of COVID right now. And he himself was almost like laughing when we were uh, talking on the phone the other day. When he was just saying, you know, I was just overwhelmed, you know. Because we were just asking all kinds of questions. Gideon was at that place, perplexed. Why do I have to lose my job right now? 
You know, why do I have to cope with, you know, just uh, thinking of children and working at the same time? Why, why do I have to cope with a terrible marriage in the midst of all this lockdown and all this pandemic? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to? Why, where is God? Gideon was asking the same question. Where is God? But the Bible says uh, that the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours. You shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? <laughs> you know, when you are overwhelmed, when you are perplexed, and somebody is saying, you, 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 you have strength, go in this strength of yours, go in this might of yours, it can be a, a, a terrible pill to swallow because you just feel it looks like God doesn't get it. God is not getting it. It just looks like, how can the old God of the universe, this can't be God that's talking to me. Someone is getting some ideas this season. And you're thinking, maybe this is not God. Can I tell you this morning that this is God? Yeah, it's God speaking to you. That you can do it. You can rebuild that thing. You can step up. You, 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 you can pick yourself up again. You, 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 you can do something differently than you've ever done it before. You can cope with that situation. That's what God is saying this season. That's what God is saying. This, this is not the time to throw in a towel. This is not a time to just do something for coping sake. Will you allow God to reposition you as your mind changes this season to take up something new, something different, a new challenge, something greater? You know, when God was uh, talking to uh, Gideon, calling him a mighty man of valor. You know, calling somebody today a mighty woman of valor. Valor speaks to boldness or determination in facing great danger, especially in battle. It speaks to, uh, you know, Heroic courage, bravery, you know, that's worthy of a medal. That's what valor is. That's what valor is. And sometimes people respond to God's call with enthusiasm, but many more times they do so with reluctance. And somebody's listening to me this morning. The call of God on your, on, on your life this season uh, may not be for ministry. It may just be to take charge of something that you're running away from. Maybe to take charge of something that you're running away from. And God wants you to respond with a bit of enthusiasm. But you need to understand this, that uh, whether you respond with enthusiasm or not, God is still calling you. God is still calling you. Yeah, God is still calling you. But the big question I always ask myself is this, and I, asked, I was asking that question because of past week, and I felt the Holy Spirit gave me an answer to it. Why do we have more reluctant people than the ready people? Why do we have more people who are holding back or holding on to status quo? Why do we have many more people in that frame? And the answer is very simple. That the greatest motivation for every human being is uh, to stay away from discomfort. So people run from discomfort because they are fighting to stay in their comfort zone. There's something that you're familiar with. There's a familiar territory. There's a comfort zone. And it's very motivating to just stay there. Or who wants to take a risk? Who wants to venture into something that you're not sure of? So people keep staying in the same place. But when you have the here I am, what we call the here I am encounter, 
when you, you choose to allow God to reveal himself to you this season, whether on the road like Moses, whether at work like Moses, or in a temple, in a place of worship, in a place of, you know, of surrenderedness, in a place of intimacy and sacrifice like, like uh, Isaiah, or whether it was, you're, you're just trying to survive, just live through this season, God will interrupt uh, your day-to-day -day life and bring something uh, that, uh, that will require a new one's skin, a complete makeover. And I pray for somebody this season. May the hand of God come, so come upon you this season to give you a, a mind shift, a makeover mentally, a makeover emotionally, a makeover spiritually in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Say it better, amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. So may you not fight for status quo when destiny is ahead. Can I say that one more time? May you not fight for status quo when destiny is ahead. You need a different spirit to embrace destiny and a higher calling. And that's what we're praying for today. God will give you a different spirit with which you can embrace a higher calling. A person of valor has three characteristics. One is strength, the second one is courage, and the last one is passion. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself today, God is calling me a man of passion, uh, valor, a woman of valor. It means that there's strength that God has deposited. There's courage that God has given, and there's passion that God has given. How can I dig deep to be able to allow these things to come out? Yeah. I have courage. I'm courageous. I have strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's what you should be saying this season. Glory be to Jesus. As I wrap this message up today, uh, I just want to share three mindsets. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, three mindsets. We're going to sing a song, and we're going to pray together. Three mindsets to embrace, to have your, your own here I am, or here, uh, uh, yeah, here I, I, I am uh, experience. The number one uh, mindset is that there's a sense of self-worth that is required to say, here I am. A sense of self-worth that is required to say, here I am. Here I am. I'm a vessel. I'm worthy. I'm, use, I'm, 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 I'm useful. Useful. So don't, 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 don't look for vessels of gold outside of yourself. Yeah. Don't look for vessels of gold. You are a, a, a golden vessel. That's what God is seeing when he looks at you. That's what he's seeing when he looks at you. You are a useful vessel to God and to his call upon your life this season. So own your own calling and own your own importance your life matters, and all life matters. All lives matters. Yeah, all lives matter. Your life matters, and all lives matter. I must say that again. And you must tell yourself, you know, these are the days where we're saying black lives matter. You personalize it. Say, my life matter. Yeah, my life matter. And all lives matter. Yeah, because God wants to use you this season. God wants to use you this season. God wants to use you, even if you're a young believer. You just got to know Jesus, maybe in the past month, maybe in the last six months, maybe just during this lockdown. I needed to understand that God's, uh, uh, God is seeing you and he's saying you are enough. You're good enough. Jesus called his disciples, Peter, James, and, you know, and John, uh, sons of Zebedee, and all of them put together, he, they were raw materials. He called them out from nothing. Out from nothing. You don't have to be a spiritual juggernaut for God to use you this season. God is just looking for people who will be available. 
People will be available, who will be able to present themselves uh, with small acts of kindness, with, uh, you know, ability uh, 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 to respond to something that God wants done. That's all God is looking for this season. Number two is uh, don't, don't be hindered by your past. Don't be hindered by the past. You may feel useless because of past failures. And I, 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 I know that feeling. I know that feeling, except you have never failed before. Except you have never failed before. If you failed an exam before and you are writing a receipt, you know how it feels. You know, it, it just, uh, there's just an overwhelming feeling that says, will this affliction arise a second time? Yeah. And somebody here listening to me today, maybe you started a business before. Maybe you ventured in the social sector before, trying to do something to help people. Maybe you ventured in ministry before. Maybe you even got a job before and you were fired. And everybody's saying, go back to work. Maybe you tried to have a baby before and it didn't happen. But that child of destiny is coming to your home this season. Say an amen, somebody. I just need somebody to understand that the past failure must not end what God is doing in your life today. Must not end what God is doing in your life today. God will never count his own out. You know, in wrestling, when a man is pinned down, then the, the referee will count one, two, three. And then the, if, if the referee were to be your dad, and you're pinned down. And he had the option to continue counting. You know, he will count up to 100 until you're able to, <laughs> to wave uh, 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 the, the other guy away. That's how it works. God does not count us out. So don't allow the failure of the past or that you tried and failed before to hold you down. If there's a new dream, new vision, new idea, new wine that God is dropping this season, you need to embrace, you need to position, you need to be able to say, here I am. Glory be to Jesus. I, I, I love the New Living Translation of Romans 11 and verse 29. The Bible says, For God's gift and his callings can never be withdrawn. New Living Translation. God's gift and calling can never be withdrawn. And I prophesy over somebody's life today that God's gift, God's calling over your life is not withdrawn. Even in the midst of your error and your mistakes, God just wants you to come to him. And as you come today, I decree in the name of Jesus that you are supernaturally preserved. You are restored and your dignity is restored. The call of God upon your life is restored in the name of the Lord Jesus. Say, say, say an amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. And the third point, don't count yourself out because you think you are ordinary. You know, some, some people have not even failed like that before, but they just feel, I'm too ordinary to be able to get this done. I'm too ordinary to be able to do that. Uh, in, in 2010, when, when uh, we were about to, to back the Elevation Church, anytime I thought about all the things that were written down that we're going to do, sometimes I just feel like, am I sure that I'm the kind of person that God can use to do this kind of thing? Because, uh, uh, you see, when, when you position yourself uh, and say, here I am, there's a way God uh, just walks upon all your sense of inadequacy and help you to see yourself the way he sees you. There's a way God sees you. And there has to be an alignment for God's hand to prevail over your life. When you keep drawing back, saying maybe I'm not the kind of person that God can use. When you keep counting yourself out, thinking you are too ordinary. You need to understand that God is not looking for extraordinary or super powerful people. He is already powerful. Yeah, he's already powerful. He wants you to leverage his grace, his strength, his wisdom. 
Yeah. So the fact that you behave foolishly before does not matter to God. If you're ready right now, his wisdom is available. His wisdom is available. His wisdom is available. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. It's not, it's not, I mean, I went to school. I mean, Paul had a PhD in law. He went to, you know, school of Tyrannos and all that. I mean, great educational pedigree. But he said, if I focus on my educational pedigree, I won't be qualified. This is not what qualifies me. Grace is what qualifies me. So whether I went to school or not, whether I, 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 I'm, you know, I have street sense or not, when I say here I am, God's hand comes upon me and his grace comes upon me. His wisdom comes upon me. And it starts to help me to see what I did not see before about myself. Glory be to Jesus. So it's important for us to understand that. That God is not looking for superstars. The 12 uh, disciples of Christ were not superstars. Acts chapter 4 and verse 13. The Bible says why they looked at the boldness of Peter and John and they realized that they were ignorant and unlearned men. They took knowledge of them. Uh, they, 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 they marveled, you know, and then they realized that they had been with Jesus. When you submit to Jesus, when you are learning to have his way in your life, you don't have to be the most brilliant man on earth for God to use you. In fact, sometimes your pride in your own brilliance is what disqualifies you and limits the flow of grace over your life. Glory be to Jesus. May God's grace not be limited over your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, when you read from verse 26, you see the same thing there. 1 Corinthians 1 and, uh, and verse 26, uh, uh, the Bible says, Remember, dear brothers, uh, New Living Translation. Remember their brothers and sisters that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considered foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and he used them to bring to nothing what the world considered important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. That's why he does it that way. So that no one will glory in his presence or boast in his presence. Uh, I think the prayer of our heart this morning should be, Lord, help me to see me the way you see me. Glory be to Jesus. Help me to see me the way you see me. So in conclusion, I'll say that we were not put here on earth to conform to darkness, but to shine our light, to shine our light. And it's when we say, here I am, here I am, here I am. Lord, use me to shine your light this season. Here I am. So what's your posture this season? Are you seeing yourself based on past errors, past mistakes? Are you seeing yourself based on, you know, the size of the problem? David did not see himself based on the size of the problem. He saw himself from a covenant mindset. He saw himself the way God saw him. So he was able to present himself and say, here I am. I'm able to bring down Goliath. Bring a fresh talent, a new problem. I will still be standing. Is that your posture this season? As we sing this song, uh, uh, and then I'm going to pray. I just want you to just listen and sing along if you know the song, but just listen. Because I believe that God wants to change the way you see you. He wants to change the way you see you. He wants you to see you the way he sees you. So he can work some things out in your life this season. New wine and new wine skin must go together. It's an extreme makeover that God is doing in your life this season. Lift your two hands with me. 
and just tell him, Lord, help me believe that I'm what you see. You're seeing a man of valor, a woman of valor. Help me believe that I'm what you see so that I may stand and say, here I am. Let's sing that song. Say, help me to see me the way you see me. Sometimes I see pain, Lord, but you see victory. I see where I am, Lord. You see where I shall be. Open my eyes, help me believe I am what you see. Lift your voice and say, Help me, help me to see. today help him or her to believe that he is who you see that you see us victorious you see us healed you see us believing in faith you see us standing in the midst of chaos father we thank you today will you lift your two hands with me wherever you are right now and just pray pray in the spirit pray in understanding lord help me believe Help me believe. Help me to see. Help me to see that I'm who you see. I'm what you see. That I'm that man of valor. That woman of valor that you see. 
that this overwhelming feeling may leave right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, somebody lift your voice this morning and say, say it in prayer. Say it in prayer. Lord, open my eyes. Help me believe that I'm what you see. I'm what you see. You see me victorious. You see me blessed. You see me healed. You see me breaking new frontiers. You see me pioneering uh, a change. You see me taking leadership. Thank you for your call upon my life this season. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Will you stretch forth your hands uh, towards your screen or your devices? Uh, 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 this season, I just, I just, I just feel a, a grace to speak over your life. Lord, in the name of Jesus, for everyone joined to this service today, we decree right now that your hand comes upon everyone for a divine presentation. Lord, we will not miss our here I am experience in the name of Jesus. We will not miss our burning bush experience this season. We thank you uh, for an extreme makeover in our mind, in our soul, in our spirit this season. In the name of Jesus, we speak to every weakness of mind, weakness of body, weakness of spirit to go in the name of Jesus. And we declare this morning that your hand rests upon everyone to embrace a new beginning, a new calling, a new vision in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you all the glory and all the praise in the precious name of Jesus. Just before we partake of the communion, can I pray for anyone this morning who may be saying, I'm struggling to see myself the way God sees me. And it's simply because I feel far away from God. I feel uh -uh, like there's a wall separating me from God. And that wall usually is a sin nature. And this time, if you know that you're not born again, you're not saved, or maybe you gave your life to Christ before, but you backslid into sin and you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Can I say a prayer with you just before I pray over the communion element so that the hand of God will come upon your life. Grace will be released upon you afresh. Your sins shall be forgiven. The hold of condemnation and guilt will be broken over your heart right now. If you're that one person who wants to say that prayer with me, I want you to uh, uh, maybe put your, heart, uh, your hand on your heart right now and, and just say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. So I ask that you forgive me my sins and cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Wash me clean by the blood of Jesus. Lord, come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my savior and give me a new beginning. Fill my heart with your spirit and let your spirit take hold of my life from this moment forward. I willingly yield and surrender my life to you. Thank you for accepting me just the way I am. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you just said this prayer with me, I want you to go into the, our chat room. If you're on the online church platform, if you're watching on TV, there are uh, uh, numbers and email addresses that may be scrolling on the screen right now. I want you to let us know that you just made a decision. As a responsible church, we want to be a part of your spiritual development. If you're on any of our social media platforms, uh, in the, the chat section, you'll see our hosts and hostesses and ministers are there. They'll be sending links that you can uh, use to reach us to let us know that you just gave your life to, to Jesus. Just, just, just go there right now and type that I just said a prayer. I just gave my life to Jesus and we will give you an opportunity to connect with us so that we can send you some materials that will help you to stand for Jesus and to grow in this faith that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen from everyone? Praise God. Alright, let, let's partake of the communion. Whatever you have at home or with you, where you are, I want you to, to bring it uh, out right now. Uh, the, 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 whatever symbolizes the body of Jesus, whether it's bread, wafer, or biscuit, and uh, 
uh, wine, uh, drinks, water, whatever you have with you right there. I want to pray over it right now and we trust God that His grace will come upon our lives in the name of Jesus as we partake of the table. Jesus, you said this is your body that was broken for us and as we partake, uh, and that we should partake of this remembering you. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we stand uh, today to partake of your body that was broken and the, your, 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 your blood that was shed for us. I pray over every material that is set before your people right there at home right now, wherever your people may be right now. Everyone join it to partake of the communion. Let your grace come upon those elements as we partake of them today. We reenact the covenant of redemption that we have in the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we decree right now that sins are forgiven. We decree right now that sicknesses are healed. We decree right now that minds are renewed. We decree right now that weakness is taken away and strength is released. We decree right now restoration of anything that is stolen from your people. And we ask, Father, move over every family, over every life. Restore peace and restore joy in the precious name of Jesus. Can I get a better amen to that? Go ahead and partake of the communion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we partake of the communion, I want to speak to God and just bless him for all that he's doing in your life. At the same time, if you have any requests, I want to, this is the time to bring that request to God. Just in the next one minute, as we partake of the communion, just bow down your heads where you are and just say a prayer to God uh, today. Just say a prayer to God today and let, let, let his presence uh, fill your heart right now. God is answering prayers. Uh, the heavens are open over your life right now. Glory be to Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for everyone joining to partake of the communion today. Let the heavens open. Let prayers, supplication, intercession be granted right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. All right, before we bring the service to a close, I have one or two announcements, and I also want to lead us uh, as we give to God today. Uh, it's always a pleasure for us to give as, as a church anytime we gather to worship. And uh, I want you to join us as we give to God right now. Uh, for everyone joining us for the first time, I also want to welcome you very, very specially. Uh, please, in the chat room, let us know that it's your first time joining us because we have a gift for you. A gift for you, and we also love to hang out with you the moment this service is over. Uh, so, uh, the, 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 the the, the display on, uh, on the screen uh, is to let you know uh, the Zoom platform, uh, the details of that Zoom platform. You can join us uh, for all of our guests, first time guests. Uh, we want to hang out with you just for about five minutes uh, before, the, I mean, the moment this service is over, just for about five minutes. Please get on that Zoom platform. We'll be looking forward to meeting you there. Uh, like I said, we have some downloadable gifts that we want to give to you. And uh, please join us. We'll, we'll love to just hang out with you for about five minutes. All right. Let's pray over our gift as we give to God today. We have the, dis the, the display if you are on our uh, audio platform, MixLR platform. I want to encourage you to look into the chat room there. You'll see the details of the different ways you can give. The most basic and universal one for us is to go on uh, the elevationng.org, uh, elevation our website, and look out for uh, the giving portal there. Uh, you can give there with your card. For any card from all over the world you can give there. You can, whether you are in Nigeria or you are abroad, you will 
have a place to be able to give to God there, whether it's tithe, offering, or special seed, please go ahead and give. And if you're on the audio platform, that link will be posted there right now. Uh, if you're on, uh, on, on the audiovisual platform, you'll see uh, the display on the screen. If you're right here in Nigeria, you can use any of those platforms to give to God. Uh, and if you're abroad, you can also, if you want to do a wire transfer, the GT Bank details are there on, or, or, on, you know, on your right-hand side. You can, you can use that to also give to God right now. Uh, so whether you're giving by short code or, or transfers or, or whatever platform you're using right now to give, I just want to speak a blessing over your seed as those seeds, uh, offerings, sacrifices, tithes, leave your account right now. The grace of God uh, comes in your direction in the name of Jesus. And I pray that as you go into a new week, enjoy divine help this week. Enjoy the hand of God upon your business in a new dimension. Grace visits you and your household. Nothing missing, nothing broken. I speak the peace of God upon you. The God that you have honored with your gift today, uh, uh, sacrificing your money uh, uh, and the labor of your hand to honor him, that same God will honor you. And in this season, when men say there's a casting down, you will be able to say there's a lifting up. Enjoy open doors in unusual dimension. Divine help all around you this week. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Thank you for giving to God and supporting ministry at the Elevation Church. We believe uh, that the God who rewards openly, it will reward your giving openly this season in Jesus' precious name. Uh, our next service will be Wednesday, on Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. West African time. I want you to join us on all of our platforms, especially uh, the online church platform. Uh, will be live at 6.30 p.m. West African time this Wednesday. Uh, please join us. Also, the Accelerate Conference materials are now available on our website uh, for download. Uh, you, you can download it for a token on our website, elevationng.org forward slash resources. You can download all of, of, of the audio MP3 format of the Accelerate Prayer Conference. I want you to please go ahead and do that so you can listen again and again. There are words spoken there that must come to pass in your life. And the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you listen over and again, every pronouncement that, that your faith connects with this season will find fulfillment in your life in Jesus' precious name. Lastly today, uh, the prayer campaign, uh, uh, you, ought to, uh, you ought to pray prayer campaign continues in all of our small groups. Our small groups also now double as a prayer community. So we're setting out a, a, a short time within a small group to be able to pray with people or take a prayer point and just be a blessing to people uh, and pray for our nation, pray for the church, pray for individuals who need prayer this season. So please uh, sign up to join a small group uh, and participate in the prayer campaign. Uh, the, 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 there's information that will be posted on whatever platform you have on how to join the small groups. Uh, small groups at elevationng.org is the email address and also there are WhatsApp numbers that you can just WhatsApp and say, I'm interested, I want to be a part of a small group and we will uh, uh, link you to a small group this season. And if you also want to lead a small group, uh, maybe you have been a part of the Elevation Church for a while and you've gone through our training program, you want to be able to lead a small group this season virtually, online, we welcome you to please let us know. Send us uh, an email. Also, you can direct the email to smallgroups at elevationng.org. Let us know that you are interested in, in leading a small group. Uh, we love to see God use you in the different ways that he wants to this season. This week, I pray that your ears will be open, your eyes will be open, you will see divine signals, and you will respond in Jesus' precious name. Uh, please uh, stay tuned for a few more announcements before we bring the service to a close. Have a great week, and God bless you. I trust you had a wonderful time in God's presence. 
Our next event will hold on Wednesday by 6.30 p.m. West Africa time and it will stream live on YouTube, Facebook, IG, Twitter and Mixella. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels, Elevation NG, so that you can get service alerts when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers, Mondays to Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. West Africa time on the Zoom app. The link is now being displayed and will be shared on the various social media platforms. If you would like to connect with other believers in a smaller setting, please join one of our online small groups by sending us an email, smallgroups@elevationng.org, and we will get you matched with new friends with whom you can fellowship. If you have a testimony to share, please send an email to testimonies@elevationng.org. We will love to rejoice with you. Finally, during this season, though our church office is still closed, we are available to you. Simply contact us via email info at elevationng.org or give us a call on 0700 Elevate. That is 0700-353-8283. May God bless you and keep you. Have a fantastic week. Did you know that we also broadcast our services on TV? That's right. You can save some precious data and watch us on the following channels. ordinary experience if you place your faith in the supernatural. I'm very glad you have decided to embark on this study we're called Pleasing God. Sometimes we forget that our relationship with God is symbiotic. We can be so laser focused on getting from God that we forget that we were created for His good pleasure. So. Just as we would love to be pleased by Him, by God, He also wants to be pleased by us. Uh, and as, as we go on together in this study, we will learn how to please God.